What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Blog Talk Radio. Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. Join America's leading relationship expert, top holistic life coach, and best-selling author, Dr. D. Yvonne Young, along with a diverse team of regular commentators, experts, and celebrity guests. Be entertained while being informed on the issues that affect you most. Don't miss it. Dr. D. Yvonne Young, providing you the tools you need to start living a profoundly extraordinary life. Good evening, America. Today is February the 2nd, 2014. Man, um, you know, it was so funny last year. Everybody was talking about how fast 2013 was going by. If the last 31 days is any indicator of how fast 2014 is going to go by, you might want to get your stuff together because you're going to look up and this year is going to be gone. With being said, I definitely want to tell everybody say And believe it or not, I, from the looks of the male people are not I know you are not going to be doing a show during the Super Bowl. And I'm like, bro, let me give you a hint. Not all men need to validate themselves by watching a football game. And to be honest, I don't have a dog in the hunt. I just hope everybody plays, nobody gets hurt, and everybody gets a check when the game is over with. But this is proof for those of you that are listening. This is proof, ladies, that you cannot stereotype a man, and I am extremely heterosexual. So that has nothing. (laughs) If that's a statement within itself, you can find a heterosexual male that is not enslaved to sports, and it doesn't mean that I don't love them. I played it. I played football for many years. But to be honest, during if they have a really good movie out that I, I could go watch or the Super Bowl game, I'm probably going to do the movie unless, like I say, I got a dog in the hunt. And no, I am not going to tell you who my team is because y'all ain't going to be hating on me. All right, with all of that said, tonight we have a program for you that has been uh, long in the making. The most frequent question that people ask me, um, especially with this season of the year coming up on Valentine's Day in exactly 12 days from today, is how do I, what does it take for me to either do one of three different things? get over a broken heart, find someone with whom to share my heart, or stop having a heartache and fix this relationship I'm in. You know, there was an old saying, it says you are either in the midst of a storm, you just came out of a storm, or you're heading into one. Well, I'm not a guy that buys into all that doomsday forecasting, but I will say this, when it comes to love, you will attract that which you are. So that's where we're going to start this conversation. I said that I was going to talk about the 10 things that you need to do in order to find yourself realizing an authentic relationship with another human being. Those things go far above and beyond belief and even the laws of attraction. Because I I can tell you this. Let's say, for instance, that you do, you actually do, fool around and attract the right person in your life. Let's say that that happens. Well, 
Are you going to keep them if you are crazy? Probably not. Are you going to keep them if you're tripping? More than likely not. And why in the heck would want someone want to be alone with you when you don't want to be alone with yourself? So tonight we're going to talk about the things to change those conditions. Now, I'm looking at some of my notes. And the first thing that I want to talk about before I even get into a 10 list is through what you have been living, have you been positioning yourself to attract that which you seek? Seriously, through what you have been living, have you been positioning yourself to attract that which you seek? That's a deep question. Now, some things to think about. Day in and day out. What is your disposition? Are you walking around here embittered over a relationship that ended five, ten years ago, two years ago, even five months ago? Are you still so angry and just filled with stress and distrust and, you know, depression that what you just went through be it a decade ago, five years ago, two years ago, even a couple of months ago, have you still been stuck in that place where you cannot see that experience for what it truly was? And I'm going to tell you what it was. It was a lesson. That's right. It was a divine lesson. Now, some of you are going, how in the hell would God send me the devil to teach me a lesson? Well, first of all, the person that you are with, until you honor what they bought into your life, how in the dickens are you going to honor what someone in the present right before you is bringing into your life? When you are still enslaved to misery, to hurt, to pain, to self-genocide, to con- just everything about you is speaking, I don't trust you. You know, why are you here? Or you've become, you decided since this person cheated on you, this person lied to you or used you, that you were just going to be like the United States government during the Korean War. You were going to practice containment. You know, they did that in World War II and, and in and the Korean War and some evidence of it in World War One. And there is no way that you benefit yourself or anyone else when you decide that you are going to shut yourself off from the world. I heard a sister saying the other day, I'm done. I'm done with men. Well, dear one, dear one, do you think that is an attractive quality? If you think so, I'm going to give you the famous uh, ghetto fabulous answer. Hell to the gnaw, that is not a good thing for you. As a matter of fact, it is the very thing that is going to contaminate your life suit. Now, here's what you can do. And you can begin this in 2014. You know, one of those New Year's resolutions, more than likely, was I want to find the right person and attract real, authentic love to my life. Okay? That's a good move. However, let me give you some guidelines. The first thing is you must stop looking for everyone to be your baby, to be your boo, your honey bun, snuggle woogle, whatever you want to call them, and start appreciating the non-romantic relationships you have. Appreciate your neighbors. And I'm not trying to sound like I'm getting some religious junk tonight. As much as I love God and as spiritual as I am, I'm not talking about that stuff. I'm talking about just being sane and appreciating, you know, when you get up in the morning, Be a good neighbor. Say good morning to your neighbors. You know, I've got a neighbor that's, uh, you know, I just moved into a beautiful home in a really cool neighborhood, and I got this lady. um, (laughs) She is very unique, uh, but, you know, it's funny. She takes out my trash. She's been taking out my trash, right? And, and I mean, this I don't live in some hoodie neighborhood. I mean, it's like one of those things where you're like, why in the hell are you opening my, my gate? You know, my, I have a detached garage uh, from my driveway. So I'm like, what the hell is this woman doing? And she goes and rolls my trash in the recycle bin out to the curb. And that's not like it's just something easy to do. I have a 50-foot driveway. So mind you, it takes a bit of effort for her to do this. And I got to thinking, about uh, this show tonight, and I had to look at her in a different light and think, you know what, this little woman may be a nut, but maybe she's just being nice. Maybe she's uh, in her own unique animated way 
being a sign from God to tell me, hey, welcome. So perhaps you're doing the same thing. You know, the people that we have in and around us are going to be the evidence that we are ready to attract something more significant and something more personal to our lives. How do you treat the people that you work with? And I know they get on your last damn nerve, and I understand that, but, you know, maybe you're you're in that job that you're in. Maybe you just got that new position, or perhaps you've been a fixture in the company. You've been there long as the damn time clock, but at the end of the day, are you making where you are a better place? Your friendships with other people. Do you always wait on them to call you? Or are you one of those friends that only calls people when you need somebody? Are you one of these people? You know, I had someone that it was really amusing tell me, uh, you know, they they welcome and they, I heard you got a new house. Congratulations on your house and all this stuff. Well, thank you. I appreciate the, the comments. And then the first thing they want to ask me is, uh, could I help them with some loot to get in the house? And I'm like, are you kidding me? So I walked into the store. Um, you know, I go and get my shoes shined frequently at a certain store. And uh, the person saw me. I know the last couple of times I've been in because I get my shoes shined every week. And she didn't even speak to me. And I'm like, are really? So if you are being one of those types of people where the only time that you are friendly is when it's to your benefit, when you feel that you may be able to get a hookup, get a, get some tickets to something, borrow some change or what have you. I don't think that you are really positioning yourself to attract anything good to you, to manifest the presence of authentic love in your life. starts with you being authentic. Are you being authentic? When is the last time that you did something for someone else and did not expect something in return? When is the last time that you picked up the phone and made a a call to someone and all you really wanted to do is see how they were doing? You didn't want anything from them. Your little freaky butt wasn't horny. You weren't trying to get somebody's drawers on the floor next to your bed. I mean, when is the last time that you actually appreciated your siblings or you're rel- like in my case, most of my family is deceased, so it's just me and my kids, right? And well, I don't have kids; they're young adults now. But I- I've started learning. I-, I get excited when my son calls me or my daughter calls me. Uh, you know, I'm even grateful for some of my fraternal relationships with frat brothers or people from the church. So we are not going to receive the love that we deserve or the love that we seek until we become that which we seek. Next point, to attract real, authentic, uncontaminated love in your life requires that you detoxify yourself first. Yeah, like, you know, detox when you've been drinking and you need to sit somewhere and chill up. We have to stop it. We have to get to a point where we don't have advice to keep handing out, but we become receptive to others pouring into us and saying, you know, you really did that pretty good, but you might want to do that better. Or if you've been going hardcore, stuck on stupid, somebody might even reach out and tell you, you know, you really are a B word or you really are an asshole or whatever they they want to say to you. And instead of being combative, maybe this is a season where to start putting the karma in your favor. Be receptive to someone imparting in to you something that is going to elevate your continence as well as your character. And here's why. How can you really to move forward in life when you haven't cleaned out the things that have been holding you back? You know, and these things range from you still lying. You know, you know damn well some of y'all still lying. Or uh, you're still, you got a temple problem. You talk too damn much. You know, God gave you two ears and one mouth, and you just, for the life of you, cannot buy into the equation. Maybe it's time for me to, you know, listen twice as much as I talk. Or here's the worst one. Are you sending people text messages that look like little booklets? Are you sitting there writing? You know, I, I've had... um a few sessions with people in my office lately, and I'm talking about both sides of the coin. 
one person is sending text messages, and the person showed me their phone, and I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? And they said, well, what do you think about this? And I said, I think your ass is crazy. Do you really believe that you through whatever need you have for self-expression or doing anything but making yourself look like a damn fool when you are sitting there sending someone paragraphs. And, I mean, first, your damn thumbs ought to be hurting. I mean, you ever heard the term carpal tunnel? But, you know, you're texting someone or you are still in contact with someone where you're going, I don't understand. Why are they texting me this much? I don't get it. And you are steady replying to this fool. So you are just as guilty as them. So how can you find real love if you are still playing with love. You still haven't learned your lesson from the last time that love actually came your way. Consider this. How can you draw harmony when what you possess and are possessed with is disharmony? You are that which you seek. The discontent, the disharmony, the anxiety, the stress, the frustration that you are allowing to dwell in and around and all about you is like a big red flag saying, stay the hell away from me. I'm crazy. And that's exactly what people think. So you're wondering, why do I not have love in my life? <laughs> Man, let me give you this. As long as the world will turn, as long as the sun gives off light, the laws of attraction, universal law, karmic law, divine law will never fail. I'm saying all that to say like attracts like. You know, back in the day there was a thing that said, what do you love? Who do you love? You know, why do you love? But today, the real question is what's making you love and where is that coming from? Are you looking for love because you want someone to screw every night? Are you looking for love because it's a come up? You know, it was really amusing to me, and I know this person's listening to the show, so girlfriend, forgive me, but I, I have a lot of friends that are uh, physicians, and I have a friend that had someone that she wanted to, she said, I really have someone that I think you should meet. You know, when the, everybody that knows that I'm single is steady trying to hook me up with somebody. And I'm like, look, I'm in love with me, and I'm finally at a place where I've, I'm cool with that. So I can actually really date and give of myself and appreciate someone else. Y'all take a note on that one. But anyway, getting into this story, they, they had this person write me, and they sent me all these pictures of them. And, man, this is a stunning, gorgeous African-American woman. And when I got the email, I responded to her, and I said, well, you know, I love your pictures. You're beautiful. And I'm quite sure that, you know, like any two functioning human beings that, that are attracted to each other, there would never be a problem uh, physically. However, may I ask you a question? And the question that I, pro I posed to her was that, you know, can you love me when things aren't good? And in other words, what I basically said is, you know, I don't know this lady, so but but the thing I, I ask, and it wasn't just a rhetorical question, it's a question I want you guys that are listening all across America and my friends down in the Caribbean in the UK, I mean, you know, I want you guys to hear this. Those of you in Barbados and the Virgin Islands, can you really love someone else? For everything they are not, can you love them? Can you stand? New Edition had this song out years ago called Can You Stand the Rain? Because what you are looking for in someone else needs to be directly housed in you. Now, enough on my soapbox. We're going to go ahead and get into this conversation about some ways to begin to attract real love in your life. And and I want you to get your pen out. This is the time, you know, as you know, with all of my programming, 
it's about enlightening and educating the masses. And um, I'm sure some of you that are like, I've got friends that were writing me from Puerto Rico last week that were listening to the show. And they were saying, you know, it's different here in Puerto Rico. You know, men are different. Women are different. So I'm going to say this to all of you. And please, please listen. Okay, Puerto Rico is different than what's going on for the, my listeners down in Kona, Hawaii, which I want to give you a shout-out. I'm mad, 78 degrees down there right now. But, you know, it's no different in the human condition. Everyone wants to be loved. And to get that love, these things that I'm about to share with you will definitely position you to do one of three different things. If you don't have love in your life, it it will position you to attract it because you must. You know, it says, blessed is he who finds a wife. Well, bro, you can't find nothing if you're looking all in the wrong places. And ladies, for a man to find you, you can't be sitting over there uh, with your nipples showing and your butt hanging out wondering why he's not seeing you for the person that you are on the inside because what you're doing is showing him everything on the outside, and I guarantee you those nipples and that booty of yours will be pointing to the floor if you live out a normal life. So the man is going to have to love you for more than just what's on the outside of you. So here's number one. True love, that's right, true love. It's not about you validating your identity through someone else. So <laughs> I know that sounds crazy, because this show is talking about connecting with another person. However, you will not connect with someone other than a dysfunctional person. Remember what I said, like attracts like. So if, you get, if you're trying to find yourself in someone else, you just lost yourself too. There's an old cliche that says falling in love. What? Who in the hell wants to fall into anything? That's like, do you want to fall in the pit? Last time I heard somebody talking about falling into something, and you ladies will surely resonate with this one. It was a sister talking about this dude left the toilet seat up, and she fell in the toilet because she got up and went to the restroom late that night. Well, that's what falling in love is the equivalent of, is you sitting down there on the toilet and the seat's up. You do not want to fall into love. You want to choose love. You want to be in a position where by being yourself, someone gets so just almost delighted in your presence that they are mesmerized by the peace that you exude. They are mesmerized by the fact that you're complete within yourself. They're mesmerized that they can look at you and find you enjoying your hobbies, enjoying just sitting in Starbucks and reading a book or playing with your puppy, playing with your dog, folding your clothes. Uh, You know, people love happy people. So rule number one, to find and position yourself, to keep and maintain true love. And this is especially true for those of you that just met somebody that you're feeling. You know, I've had women come to me and they'd be like, Dr. Young, you know, how can I tell when a man is this? And now can I tell? I say, sister, hang on a minute. Here's what's real. Any man that other women aren't interested in, you do not want him because other women yeah, it's not like you got X-ray vision, boo, and you seeing something they don't see. You're delusional, and you're projecting your hopes and di- desires on a brother. Because any man worth your time, ladies, he has options. And what you want to be is the most suitable option. Because, And I'm not talking about available option, like you the one that answered the phone at 4 in the morning and said, come on over. That doesn't make you nothing but a hoe. What I'm talking about is when the man can look at you and realize, you know what, I'm a painter, and this sister doesn't even know how to paint, but, man, she went with me out on a contract, dude. She couldn't paint, but she handed me the brush, or I own a restaurant, or I own a plumbing company. You know, she helped me clean up the kitchen with my restaurant clothes, or 
you know, she passed me a wrench. I mean, that's what good men, successful men, are. I know damn well that's what I'm looking for. I'm, I will put you to the test. So if you try to date a brother like me, I'm going to tell you, well, why don't you sit in on this meeting, and I want to see did you go to sleep, and I want to see did you have something constructive to say, and, because I'm looking to see who's real. And that's what, and, and, you know, fellas, let me tell you about these ladies out here. They do not, a real woman, I'm not talking about, uh, you know, ghetto Barbie. I'm talking about a real woman. She don't want your money. She got her own. She doesn't need you to take care of her. She's not trying to be your dependent. She's trying to be someone that you respect and admire. She, she doesn't need $20. She got her own $20. So when you look at this woman, brother, you've got to come with something other than saying how large your penis is and talking about how uh, handsome that you are and how much money you make. How about having some character? How about being the guy that actually can say, how was your day today? And really take the time to listen. So, again, number one, true love is not about finding yourself in somebody else. It's all about being the somebody else that somebody else can find, be enchanted when they find you. Here's number two. You know, the best way to, this is going to sound so cliche-ish, for someone else to be able to fall in love with you, to borrow that old corny term that I don't like, or for someone else to find themselves enamored and factuated and just stymied by you, is that even on your worst day, you can still love yourself and accept the moment. People are attracted to people who, at a core level, know who they are deep down inside. I'm going to give another example of this. You know, last month was really an interesting month for my business, and I'm quite sure for many other people that are uh, in various uh, entrepreneurial interests. And it was the first time that I didn't make a certain amount of money, right? And I looked at that, and the whole time I have found I am so proud of myself. I was still happy. I was still not tripping. I was still able to say, you know what? A mentor of mine even confirmed it. They said, what God is getting ready to do in you, you're going to need a little bit of runway time and some building time. So that's why uh, last month, I guess my revenues were down almost like 28% of that, right at 30%. And I was, but everything else in my life was humming. You know, my relationships with people were great. You know, the, the possibilities to explore even personal relationships are going to another level. I got an offer to talk to some people about my television show being aired in front of 5 million people on a consistent, I mean 5 million, excuse me, billion would have be people. So I looked at where God was taking one thing that I thought was void and another coffer that I didn't even consider was being filled in the midst of me. And the thing that I think was my real turning point, I'm always telling you guys about affirmations and how important it is to construct and wrap your beliefs around the truth of the essence of your being and who you are and why you're here. So during that season, I kept saying, you know, God, I thank you now that my talents can be used for millions of people around the world on a daily basis, and I will be well rewarded for what I share. You know, I'm always saying that. I'm always getting up out the bed, and the first thing I say is, you know, I'm awake. This is a day of new beginnings, and I open myself up to receive all, not some, but all of the wonderful good things that God, as well as this universe, is going to send my way on this day, right? So I kept saying that, and I live by that. You know, it's not just talk. I actually practice that. And what has happened is it attracts people to me. So what I'm telling you is for people to be smitten and enamored with you, position yourself where you are so comfortable with yourself that even when you're having a bad day, 
And this is sincere, not running around like some of them church folks talking about how you feeling. I'm blessed and I'm highly favored. Negro, first of all, they were talking about a woman. So now you're pregnant. You're blessed and highly favored. You're a virgin that's been impregnated by God. You're a dude. You have a beard. You got scrubble on your face. Read the whole verse. Read the whole chapter. Anyway, but the point I'm making is make sure that when you stop and you look in the reflection of your day-to-day existence that you are authentically living an empowered and self-appreciating life. Number three, let's say you got somebody or you have them on your radar or you just ran them the hell off. Whichever one, all of it's one and the same. True love is not demanding. I, you know, I was uh, I was so entertained one one day. I'm talking to this woman, and um, you know she's gone through a lot. Sweet girl, just sweet as she can be. Been been through a lot. And when we started walking back through the corridors of the last few years of her life, she's just isolated herself. She's put herself in this box. And she's wondering why she's lonely. She's wondering why the person that was with her didn't want to stay in the damn box. I don't want to be in a box. Who am I, a little rabbit? Do I have pink eyes? I mean, really? Come on, man. Well, I used to have pink eyes, but that was back when I was smoking weed, and that's about 15 years ago. But, you know, the truth be told, do you really want to have someone be sentenced to you? I mean, seriously, maybe you enjoy being self-incarcerated. Maybe you enjoy um, feeling that the only love you've seen is some narcissist like your father or mother that, hell, let me tell you something, your damn daddy was crazy and your mother was a real mother. If you get my drift, that is not normal. Real love is not critical of people all day, 24-7. Real love does not mean that you have to be conjoined at the hip. You know, I've had people, I swear, I've had some clients in my life and patients that come to my office, and these men or women are so goddamn controlling, and I said God, not G-O-D-G-O-T. You know, Julia's probably over there going, oh, Lord, he is really on it tonight. Um, but the truth is, I've had these people come into my office, man. Uh, well, you know, and I called her, and she didn't talk to me because, dude, the woman was using the toilet. Come on, bro. You want to talk to you? I don't want to. I, that's just too personal. I don't need to talk to you while you're on the toilet. You know, okay, well, he went out, and you couldn't reach him. You couldn't reach the Negro because he was out in the backyard. His phone was in the... I mean, there are people that are so freaking obsessive and demanding of other people. And if you don't do this, and if you don't buy me that, and if you don't give me this, if you don't have sex with me every other day, well, I probably might be a little demanding in that area. Hang on, scratch that one off the list. Sex every other day is cool. But if you, let's just say, you know, if the person's not buying you red-bottom shoes or they're not letting you pimp them like a $3 hoe, look, let me tell you something. Rule number three, you never, unless you've lost your doggone mind, should not change other than for the better. And when I say for the better, I'm not talking about just your partner's definition of better. When it's for the better and you could say, well, hey, to someone else, he's trying to get me to go back to school. Well, your dumb butt can't spell. You need to go back to school. You just spell, you know, cat with a K. You know what I'm saying? I mean, let's, let's stop and really quantify this thing. But if love is good for you, people will only expect you, and I, let's change the word to evolve, to evolve. You, when you get into a relationship, do you really think that someone that changes just because you're present is a good thing? I'm here to warn you. You better run. When you see someone that rewrites their paradigms and behaviors because you're present, what happens when someone stronger than you comes on the scene? What happens when someone with a more dominating personality than you shows up? What happens when they get scared? What happens when they finally get a little bit more money in their pocket? Hmm? 
So true love, number three, is not demanding. That's how you know that you are in a good situation when someone and yourself can evolve together without trying to force change on one another. Now, here's number four. is so significant. Real, authentic love. And this is, this is for some of you now that are wondering, oh, are you with the right person or is this relationship that you're considering uh, worth getting into? Or maybe you're wondering, do I need to tell this person deuces and to move around? True love, real love allows you to be yourself. That's right. You, I mean, if you know that that's not your real hair, go ahead and tell the man before he te- messes up his fingernails. Be like, hey, 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 you don't rub your fingers through my hair. You're going you gonna to get a surprise and some tracks in there. And, you know, be honest. Tell people or tell somebody, you know what, These, this is not my real booty. You, you're running around, you got on them, them drawers with them pads in it, and then you pull your clothes off and you're standing there looking like a shaved bird and that man is sitting there with his mouth hung open, scared. You did that to yourself. True. Just tell the man, I ain't got no booty. If you like booty, I ain't the one, you know. Just say, you know, I'm basically... I'm kind of built like uh, Paris. We ain't got no booty that we can use for an example. Paris Hilton, that poor girl looks like a shaved chicken. But, uh, you know, just tell people, you know, I'm not, that's not me. So if that's what you're looking for, it's not here. And if someone can't love you for who you are not, hey, that's just not the person for you. It doesn't mean that they're a jerk or B-word or they're crazy. That's just not for you because I guarantee you there's somebody for everybody. True love definitely allows you to be yourself. When you are in love, it's a beautiful experience when someone loves you and you can get up in the morning and not scam that much. No, I'm just you can get up in the morning and you and that person just, you know, don't y'all be kissing and stuff. That's nasty. Go, go, go gargle and brush your teeth. But, you know, when you can wake up in the morning and just look at someone and be like, hey, man, I'm glad you're here. When someone can go in the store and you know that you ain't got no money and you don't have to feel shame of yourself. I remember, as a matter of fact, I remember I had a dear, dear friend of mine uh, when I was in pre-med um, before he was ever Dr. Young, this was several years ago, and they would come by and grab me and take me to eat. And wherever we went, you know, she paid for it. And I was a broke student. I mean, I'm on, like, a Pell Grant scholarship student loans and, you know, doing little work-study jobs and what have you in school. And I couldn't afford to go to the places she wanted to go. And she'd be like, you know what, don't, you know, don't worry about it. I would go there and I would always order a salad and, you know, drink water because I'm trying to find the cheapest thing on the meal. Just in, you know how you are, just in case this person kind of wants that, expects you to pay for it. And they were like, look, I know you're a student. I, you know, you're trying to do something with your life. And that made me feel so good about myself. Because being honest, when you're a non-traditional student, that's another word for an old-ass person going to school, um, you know, you, you need to be loved for you. And what that set me up for is now, now that I am Dr. Young, now that I can go anywhere I want and I can afford to eat anything I want, I don't look at prices when I shop anymore. Well, I'm cheap as hell. Don't let that fool you. I, I do look for a deal. But I, when it's time to go eat, child, I ain't looking at no prices. It feels so good to know that the same guy I was when I couldn't afford it. I'm still, I got a date. So if someone goes somewhere with me and they can't enjoy uh, Mac Double from McDonald's as much as they enjoy the cedar plank salmon, I'm going to tell you to move around. So rule number four, real love allows you to be yourself. Okay? Let's go to number five. You ever heard that term, if it don't fit, don't force it? Well, get your mind out the gutter. Some of y'all are just nasty. That's not what I'm talking about. True love comes naturally. You know, there are times that you may be scratching your head about somebody and you're wondering, okay, is this really the right person for me? Let, let me give you a hint. 
If you are looking for the L word, the love word, and you're still scratching your head wondering, okay, you got a lot of questions about this person and your relationship, and you're wondering if you if this should work, child, you are not in love, and that's okay. That's you need to hear this one. It's okay. All relationships serve a purpose in your life. Some of them are preparing you for the person that's coming. However, here's, here's some rules for you. Let's say, for instance, you're a guy. You know you don't have your stuff where you want it yet. Dude, save these women a hassle and from back talking about you like a dog when it doesn't work out because I promise you probably 80% of the time is what's going to happen. She's going to tell everybody she had to buy you some gas and, and she bought you a pair of drawers and all that. You you do not want to try to get in a relationship. If you're a man, especially if you're a man, when you don't have your stuff together yet. So when you are just dating, enjoy dating. It is fun going to the movies with somebody. You can even take a trip out of town. And I know some of you holy rollers just said, no, nah, that's fornication. Your ass is fornicating too, so just stop lying. The only difference between us and you is the person that's coming over to your crib, your baby's asleep, they sneak over to your house at around, what time, should we say, they get to your crib about 11.30 and leave probably about 3 or 4 in the morning, so, you know, stop fronting, I'm calling you out. But for us normal people, it is okay to have intimacy and to have life and to have a date to even go out of town with somebody for them to hold you to cuddle, that does not mean that that person is going to be the one that you end up with. So love where you are in life. Now, for some of you hoes that's listening, male and female, I am not giving you a license to ill. Please, that is not what I meant by that. What I mean by that is that people come into your life for a reason, a season, or a lesson. But when it's the real thing, when it's your soulmate, and don't confuse this when you, if you're one of these people been dating a damn fool that abused you, mistreated you, slapped you upside your head, now you're dating somebody that just is a normal person, and you think, oh, this is Hercules, or you think, you know, I just found, uh, I just found my little angel. She ain't your angel, and he ain't Hercules. Your crazy ass was selling for much less than you deserve, and you're just finally dating a decent person. Don't get it twisted, okay? But when it's real love, it will be a natural fit. And if there's a, and, and even then, be prepared to do some work. One, uh, this is real important. I have a lot of intelligent people that are coming to my office. Thank you, God that have the sense to say, Dr. Young, you know what, I do love this person. I do care about them, but I don't want this thing not to work. So I tell them, you know, get the money out. You know, go ahead and spend a little $300 and take this test, and let's have this first session. Go ahead and spend the $1,500, and let's lay a foundation, because I assure you the divorce attorney is going to hit you for a $2,500 retainer apiece, not to mention filing fees and court costs. So it's a whole lot better to invest in making sure that you can communicate, that you have a good, solid foundation. Do those things now, because if you can't invest in what did come naturally, you're going to have a very unnatural ending happen. And it's because, you know, even though God feeds the birds every day, he does not throw worms in their nests. So the things that you've been blessed with, the things that you've been given, you have to perfect them, and that includes relationships and love. Here's number six. Earlier at the beginning beginning of this broadcast, I made the statement. I said, you must be that which you seek like attracts like. To get love, don't you know you have to first give it? How can you be in a relationship playing games? When I wrote Break Up, Don't Break Down, and I really suggest you get that book if you are about to start a relationship with somebody that probably keep you from having it in prematurely. But the first thing is, Love is the only game that two people can play and both parties lose. <laughs> you know, most games have a winner, not love. Both people can be playing and both of them can lose, right? 
So as you get into this loving thing with someone else, look at what you're bringing to the table, not what you want to take from it. And what you put up there, let it come from the heart. Let it be free. Don't just tell people you love them because they bought you a gift or had sex with you or gave you some attention. Stop playing the role of the emotional parasite. Put something out there. If you really appreciate people, you know, there are a couple of words that are just so simple to use. Thank you. You know, thank you. Actually, I like you appreciate people. I know um, last year I met someone, and uh, I'm, I'm just as human as you guys. I had the biggest crush on this person. And when I thought about it, I was doing all of these things, and then it, it was ironic. You know, we were talking, and she made a comment saying, well, fat guys are desperate, and I'm not talking about fat people because, you know, all of us have some kind of weight we're carrying, be it emotional weight, physical weight, you know, dead weight. But when she said it, uh, my, a light went out, and hell no, I'm not fat. You know, a light went out, and on, and it was like, ding, 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 dude, you acting like the people she's making fun of. And I immediately cut that part short. I was like, you know what? I'm not getting back the kindness I'm putting out. I'm not getting back the thoughtfulness that I put out. Um, I'm a person that I make it a point to tell people that I love them. Now, it doesn't mean I'm romantically in love with you. It does mean that I sincerely care about your well-being. I sincerely want God's best for you. So if I ever tell you I love you, I do love you. Uh, But for some of you crazy folk, that does not mean I'm in love with you. Please distinguish the difference. To get love, you got to give it. Let people know take them for granted, that you are feeling them, that they matter to you. The things that they did is touching your heart to the core. And when you tell someone something like that or you write them a thank you card or give them a little token of your appreciation, don't expect anything in return. Be like, well, I gave you a prep. Where's mine? No, that's not how it works, okay? So I'm going to go back through the first just where I went. First thing, you can't find happiness in somebody else. True love is not about you finding yourself in other people. You have to be Find yourself in you. You have to know who you are. You have to have yourself together. You've got to be in love with you before someone else can, right? Second thing is, while I'm saying be in love with you, which was the second thing, is love yourself. Even on the worst day, exude a state of being that resonates with, I'm cool. I got this. You know, okay, so what the bus is late. Maybe it was meant for me to be on this bus because I was going to, uh, inspire someone, be touched by somebody. I was going to meet someone special. It don't mean somebody to go sleep with, just a friend. You know, in other words, find purpose in your existence because when other people see that you have purpose in your own life, they can not foresee you as being a future parasite. The other thing, speaking of parasites, isn't it cool how this is just sagging along? I swear, to, I swear to you, I am not trying to do that. I think that's just God. But true love is not demanding. That's number three. Stop trying to make people love you. I mean, you, you it's all outside somebody's house. When they come out, you just happen to be going down the street. How in the hell you happen to be going down the street and you live 17 miles away? How is it you just happen to be where you know they are going to go get their hair cut? Dude, you do not wear weave, bro. And if you do, we really, really need to talk. What are you doing over by the beauty shop where this chick's getting her hair done? Ladies, why are you over by the gym where this guy goes and balls? I mean, come on, really? Real love does not manipulate and try to force people to engage you. The fourth thing I said to you is stop trying. You cannot stand on your head long enough. Neither can anyone else, by the way. Be yourself. True, authentic love allows you to be yourself. 
Sisters, I'm, I'm going to be funny. I know y'all are like, Dr. Young, show his own the people with a weave. I am, I am, I am. It's okay when you do that to, to, like, highlight yourself and, you know, just, you know, put on a wig, do something different. But when you start trying to act like the wig is your hair, come on, man. Really now? Really, really. When the weave is really your hair, if you want someone to love you, and I'm talking to you women, especially all women, it used to just be, uh, uh, you know, minority women that wore weave, but I see these white chicks with tracks. And, and, and white girls, let me tell you all something. Please quit putting a hand in your head that does not look real. You make y'all look worse than sisters with some bad weave. I ain't lying. Try letting someone see you without the fake contact lenses, without the hair. You know, them drawers that cover your navel and hips, don't wear them. Whatever you do, please. Just if you're going to be around a man, do not have on the granny panties. I don't even know where that came from, so pray for me. But the truth is, let you know, be yourself within reason. You know, I didn't say don't brush your teeth and cut your toenails and start breaking wind around people. However, I am saying be authentically you because true love allows you to be yourself. Number five is what I said is don't, you know, you don't have to make this thing happen. You can't, as a matter of fact. When you start wondering, is this the right person? Is this my mate? Is this my mate? Well, let me tell you couple of things. Even if it was, you just screwed it totally up. The universe does not dance to your music. All the universe requires of you is that you appreciate the music and you try to dance. And if you like some of my Anglo brothers and sisters and you can't dance on beat to save your life, at least dance to the words. You know what I'm saying? Find the rhythm of life and go with it. But now, this brings us up to the last thing I just told you to get love. You, you've got to give some love. Now, here's number seven. True love, the real stuff, comes first by having a great friendship. There is no way you, uh, you can really be in love without being friends. Now, some of y'all are going to get this twisted. Let me stop you crazy. I, you know, I've learned something. God is sending a lot of people to this program for the millions of you that are going to hear this broadcast this year and now and over the next year. So uh, please pay close attention to this. You do not need to be best friends with your partner since kindergarten because you may not even know the person that God sent in your way yet. You may not have even met them. However, you do need to be friends with them. You need to be able to talk, to share jokes, to laugh, to sincerely enjoy each other's company in person and over the phone or Skype. The physical, because I'm going to tell you something. You know, I'm a, I love sex. I think, I think when God created sex, he was thinking of me, just being honest. But the, the truth of it is, no matter how good sex is, it will never be enough to keep your relationship together. I love beautiful women. I, I, I swear, every woman that works with me, is, they are so some beautiful people. I mean, my intern, Meryl, she is, the, the girl is banging, just as beautiful inside and out. Julia looks like God just smiled and he came forth, she came forth. I mean, I have some beautiful women around me, but over time, they still going to be beautiful because these are some bad chicks, I ain't lying, but over time, that fades, and after you get used to seeing that beauty, it doesn't strike you the way it did before. Not that you won't notice it, so that's where that friendship comes in. Fellas, those muscles, like Papa would say, you and your muscles, and your six-pack going to turn to a 12-pack to a keg. Well, hopefully not, but that, you know, that nice flowing hair you had is not going to be flowing Ask me how I know. No, I'm just kidding. I actually shaved my head because I wasn't going to look like one of them. You know that brother that looks like Bozo the Clown, where he ends up having this receding hairline. Now he got this big old forehead and all this hair. That would have been me. So I just said, you know what, I am not going to look like no damn fool I cut my hair. But the thing is, real, true love has a foundation of friendship, and that friendship is going to make it last. And it's a beautiful thing, man. I love the idea. 
because I'm looking for I swear, I, I, in the next two or three years, hopefully, I'm even uh, receptive to the idea of getting married and settling down because, you know, I've been doing me and I'm happy with me, but I've, I've made room now for that. And one of the things I look most forward to isn't the fact that my wife will be banging or that she'll be fine as hell. All that is true, and you can take that to the bank. However, what I'm looking forward to is just sitting down, chilling, and talking and looking at the stars and the ocean and cracking corny jokes. You dig? Now, here's the next thing. Think about this. You know all these relationships that you had. You know the ones that if this person just looked the wrong way, you'd be like, ah, that's it, I'm enough. Why, who are you looking at like that? And you, you're kind of like, okay, your ass is really crazy. So that is an indicator that you are not in a real loving relationship, in case you couldn't figure that out. The other thing is real, true love withstands and, and, and is understanding you know, I, I was I'm working with a couple now. I almost want to say their names, but I, you know, it'd just be unprofessional to do so. But I was talking to the husband this weekend, and uh, you know, this is one of these couples that had the sense to invest in their life and their family and their and their relationships getting a lot better. And, and you know, even when we're in doing some of the uh, coaching sessions and what have you, uh, it's it, it's not always uh, let's sing kumbaya when we get done, right? Because sometimes dealing with real issues requires real confrontation. However, real love has the understanding that the world is big enough for both of us to have a different opinion. Real love lasts when, and it forgives. You know, okay, yeah, you pissed me off, you did me really wrong, but if it's real love, you know, it lasts. I I had a friend of mine that I I had to just kind of, I, you know, they do stuff and piss me off. Then I do something, and then all of a sudden they were like, well, you know what, I you just really hurt me. And every time I talk, you just really hurt me. I said, you know what, child, let me tell you something. If it hurts you that damn bad, you need to go. Because you've done things that have gotten on my last nerve. You hear me? I'm talking about uh, nerve. Like, what was that lady went to my dad's church? She used to say number B. You, you got on nerve, nerve number Z with me and I could forgive. So sometimes one way that you know that it's not the real deal is when you can't let go of things or the other person can't because real love can withstand their inquiry. It can withstand not being on the same page. As a matter of fact, it can withstand almost anything and it forgives. Now, here's the last two things I'm going to tell you. True love is committed, and it doesn't make you feel guilty. It's not that kind of thing where it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. anybody else would have left you but me. <laughs> you know, if you're hearing that, you are with a control freak. That is not the one, okay? Whether that's a male or female, they need to, they need to go uh, catch bus number four, wherever it's going. That is not sincere. It's not authentic. Real love is committed for the sake of being committed. It will stand by you when everyone else bails on you. When everyone else starts kind of just questioning you because the circumstances have, imagine being falsely accused, you know, of a crime, and it makes the newspaper, makes TV, and this person, you know, like Cat Williams say, your white friends. <laughs> and y'all got to see that. I swear, Cat Williams is, I, I think that's one brother that he and I have to be related because that Negro is crazy. But he was talking about, you know, when you get arrested and you got white friends, they all down in the police station. What did you arrest him for? You know, down there just being loud. and They have your back, and they don't care about having your back when everyone else doesn't. That is how real love is. It will come and rescue you when you don't even know you need rescuing. And it won't throw it in your face. It will stand by you without you even asking, hey, stand by me. It will be there for you 
even when you don't want it to be there. You, you'd be like, you know what, just leave me alone. And they'll be like, you know what, you are tripping. I'll be over here. And when you get through tripping, I'm still your friend. That's real love. And the last thing, ladies and gentlemen, number 10, drum roll, please. You will never find real love until you learn how to love yourself. You know, I started this show out telling you, you must be that which you seek. Isn't it about time that you loved yourself enough? And I'm just going to throw some things out there, and we're going to be picking up part two of this thing about love on Wednesday. I'm really going to go deep on this Wednesday show um, talking about now that you found love, what are you going to do with it, right? That's that's the whole thing about this Wednesday show is uh, all of the things that you have to do to make that love work. And I'm going to hit everything from making their toes curl to keeping your uh, nerves from getting curled up. But this last thing, I said, like attracts like. So if you find somebody that, I'm lonely, you lonely, yeah, you lonely, I'm looking for love, you looking for love, you need to stay the hell away from each other because you ain't going to do nothing but worry your friends and family and, and folk like me. Make sure that you are the love of your life. Self-love is very important. It is something that when you can get up in the morning and appreciate the fact that you are here, you can look in the mirror and you don't have to go get that half-glued, sewn, steam-pressed in your head. You don't you're a guy you don't have to be wearing. What is it about men when they get muscles, they start dressing feminine? I don't get it. I, all the big guys at the gym got on these little bitty skimpy tight shirts. I'm really starting to get scared to go to my gym. But, but you know, you don't have to show everything you got. You don't have to keep talking about how much you got because you know what you have is enough. You know that. Whether you, you know, I love these sisters with natural hair now. That's that's really so cool because it's like saying, I don't give a damn anymore. I am beautiful just like I am. And if you don't know it, oh, well, sisters, I applaud you guys. I mean, I love any woman that just takes care of her presentation. But I love to see someone that loves themselves just for who they are. You know, I have, uh, I love, like, I have a lot of uh, plus-size people and weight-challenge people I work with, and the first thing I tell them is quit trying to lose weight because all you keep focusing on is the weight, and you're not realizing that you're attracting more weight because your focus is on weight. But when your focus gets to be, you know what, I'm going to be in the best health that I can so I can just enjoy my life. When they learn that, all of a sudden the weight just starts falling off. And that's what I'm saying to you. When you are the love of your life, all of your mental, emotional, and even physical weight will fall off because you have started becoming that which you seek. Remember, like attracts like. And if you want someone to love you, you may want to begin with liking yourself. Julia, cue up the music. We're about to get out of here. So I want to just tell everybody, stay warm. 2014 is your year. We are going to do a series of programs all throughout the year. Oh, some other things. Go to com. That's D-I-V-N Young for y'all that don't know if that's how you spell it. D-I-V-A-N-Y-O-U-N-G.com. Make sure you register because there's going to be a lot of videos and freebies that I'm going to be giving away that save you from going to the sessions. Also, we're going to be doing like a lot of webinars this year, and it's going to be off the chain. And also look for the television show comes out this year. So we've got a lot in the making, and it couldn't happen without you. So to my friends in the U.K., to the Virgin Islands, to the Caribbean, all the way from Hawaii to New York, I love you. There's nothing you can do about it. This has been another episode of Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. Good night. I love you. Stay warm. Talk to you on Wednesday.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.